0: Hello and welcome to the Student Council Podcast, an educational advice show made for students and by students, where everyone is qualified to talk about their own experiences, where I am coming to you live from my sophomore dorm room at the University of Michigan, and I cannot be more overjoyed to say that sentence. We are here. I have moved into my dorm. I'm one of the few people who has moved into their dorms, as it's just early RAs and people right now, but I'm so excited for Welcome Week and all that fun, fun activities starting to come along down the pipeline. This week, I thought it would be fun to do another Stuco reflection episode about the original, the classic student council, because I was thinking and I saw that we had an episode titled First Days, and it was a look back or a kind of reflection episode of our first days of school about three years ago and I thought it would just be really fun and probably funny and interesting to go back and hear what those reflections were three years ago as I went into my junior year of high school in a very weird year of high school that 2020 to 2021 school year was definitely an interesting one full of its own very unique challenges but I was just curious what would that be like and I wonder if I can maybe tag along some of my feelings as I go into my first couple of days living on campus as a sophomore Three years down the line. I could not have imagined when I started doing Stucco three years ago that I'd probably be doing it now, that I'd be doing this, that the world would look like this, but that's life for you. So without further ado, I will roll the episode. You can listen through it right here on the podcast, and then I will pop back in here to talk more about it after the fact. Three, two, one, enjoy!
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Student Council Podcast. This is an advice podcast made by students for students. Today, desks are six feet apart, and everyone's got masks on today. It's the back-to-school check-in. I'm Dominic mcneish I'm Gemma Cohen.
0: I am Carter Dvorak.
1: Today, we're going to be checking in in school and just giving a little update on how everyone's doing and what it's like for starting up school again for this new year, 2020 to 2021. So let's just give a little refresher. How are schools doing digital, in-person, hybrid, and all that stuff? So my school actually right now is all digital right now. It's switched to remote learning until the towards the end of October. But the school is offering some opportunities for people that may need help with their iPads or they need Wi Fi, good Wi Fi access. They're letting people stop by and stay in the school gym to work, six feet apart, of course, but it's still, even though it's remote, there's also still ways for the students to be reached out to if they have some issues with that.
2: Our school is completely remote and we. Don't have any per- in-person classes except for, I think some students go in, especially the special needs students, they get a lot of the building to themselves, which is good to have them be able to do it in person. Um, but we are doing, we're using Google Meets. So we have about like 30 minutes of live sessions for each class. And then for the rest of the period, they just give us work, You finish that, you can just kind of do whatever you want but for a lot of my classes i'm working up until the bell but you know it's just kind of more relaxed as long as you get all your work done everything is kind of still in limbo i think they're going to reevaluate it in october but i don't think we're going to be going back
0: so my school actually starts from recording this one week from today so we start on september 8th So I guess given anything I say could be subject to change in a week, given that anything in 2020 can change in any given time, but currently our school is, we have a choice. We can either go all online or all in-person learning. The in-person learning is based at our school. It'll be the same teachers, same staff as always. The online learning is kind of actually pulling a lot of teachers from a lot of different school districts. Not many of our teachers are actually going there given that like we're a smaller school compared to some of the places around us, which is good, but I will be doing the in-person learning. I am probably going to take like maybe that first week and do it at home, just given that like everything's so uncertain right now that I don't really know. I'll be very curious to like get some reports back on how school the first week goes and I'll probably go in shortly after that. But for the in-person learning, I got a cool update from my math teacher. She talked about how she gave a very in-depth video. But, so our school is either doing all in-person, all digital, and I'll be doing in-person learning, but with a bit of hesitancy to it, I'll probably stay home for that first week or so.
1: All right, now that we ran around the table once and we got all the recap for how our schools are going to be doing for the school year. I think it's fair to say just a quick other recap and saying our classes and extracurriculars and how they're going to actually work out if they're going to be able to work in person or digitally or if it's even going to happen at all or whatever's going on with that. So for my case, for my school, uh, some clubs I have not heard anything so far with. Some of them are just silent. Some of like my, um, my Spartan athletic leadership team, the SALT, my SALT team, it's kind of getting a little salty that I'm not hearing back from them, um, a pun there. But I haven't heard anything back from them in, since March, so I'm kind of wondering what happened with them. Some things, like my student helpers club, we were actually able to be in person for the freshman orientation day, which was really lucky. I was able to be back on campus and help some out with some freshmen, getting them to classes and stuff. And then some clubs are probably just gonna have to end up being remote for the time being, like the senior class advisory board, plenty of all the senior activities and some of the the course creative clubs, like yearbook and STEM are just gonna have to be digital for the time being. And we're just rolling with the flow here. Hopefully it all changes, but for the time being, just roll with the flow. So,
2: I don't do a ton of extracurriculars. I want to, but I do theater, and that takes up all of my time. So, we actually are doing theater in person. Um, we have, like, a small cast. We have, I think, 18 people in our cast. So, um, doing that like if we need to we can split it up into two separate groups of nine and still be like within the parameters of like under 10 people if we go back a phase um so we're either probably going to do like a live stream or film it and if we have to we'll do it from our own homes with like a green screen behind us or something um as for other clubs i'm in I am in Interact Club. We are having our first virtual meeting tomorrow after school, so I'll see how that's going to go. I went to an informational meeting about Key Club. I found out that costs money, which I'm not there for, but um, I might join that. I'm not really sure. I think I have to check on that. I'm not sure if I had to turn in money today, but that's okay. That's what we're trying to figure out everything is still kind of like up in the air and no one really knows what's going on so we're just doing our best seeing if we can volunteer in person or whether it's all going to be virtual you know that whole thing.
0: So I am also in the interact club and I haven't heard much from our school I assume will either have virtual meetings or meetings in person. Um, we used to have lunchtime meetings and I know that like the teacher room that we would have the lunchtime meetings in probably is not able to fit the club that we had the teacher that hosted it their room like they had a big white couch in the center and it was like collaborative tables and I feel like those are not going to be a super great thing in in the current school year I'm really curious actually as to how that room will look now but I don't know how our internet club will go I'm hoping that there will be some kind of meeting with that there probably will be for our marching band it's actually kind of nice if you were to do the online curriculum they are still open to Having band, our band is currently set to perform, but not in front of people. I believe our football season got either canceled or pushed to the springtime as of currently. So I think what we plan to do is record our marching shows and then post them onto social media. So that would be kind of our plan for band and just like practice and have our marching drill all be six feet apart. Although I've heard that that is changing pretty constantly. So I don't know what the most current version of that would be. And then the last club I'm in is Quiz Bowl, and I've talked to the director of Quiz Bowl. We're usually more of a late winter, early spring sports, I guess sport in air quotes, but he said that it would be probably be possible for us to swing doing Quiz Bowl, even in COVID, whether it is like digitally or such, but it's, again, everything's so up in the air and subject to change. So those are my things.
1: That's very cool. And I did want to add, I just got an email right now at this point of recording from my school talking about activities for this year. So what timing? Anyway, another question I want to throw up in the air is what goals do we have for this year? With everything being kind of shifted due to the pandemic, do we kind of have to switch up our goals and what we kind of want for this year as a student? or and as a person as well what we're looking forward to and working towards for me I think my goals this year is mostly catching up on some of the small things and hobbies I just haven't gotten time to so with my school now kind of with remote learning it feels like I've got more so it's less of the coursework I mean it's still getting the coursework but it doesn't feel like it's all, taking up all my time. I I don't know how to word this, but with remote learning it basically feels like that I have a little bit more time in my hands to do other things. So I've been trying to garden, I've been trying to bike more, I've been trying to just explore what I like more, just kind of develop myself as a person and see what kind of interests me. And I guess that helps too, not only now, but for the future too. It helps Maybe when college, I could figure out other clubs that pretty much interest me, that I may have found out during the pandemic, explore myself in what I like, in my interests. Um, yeah, I think, but also with that, it's just kind of a rejuvenation. It kind of just like, it kind of made a difference. And it usually was not a routine, with this whole thing. Now just gets me more thinking in the moment of how I can be a better person.
2: I feel like a lot has changed for me over this quarantine. Like at the beginning, I was actually kind of okay with it because I felt really good about being alone because I realized my sadness over friends and stuff is just about FOMO. So when I didn't have FOMO because no one could hang out, then I felt okay. But now people are just hanging out anyway. <laughs> and I'm not because I'm being safe. Um, but you know, it's really hard. Like through quarantine, I feel like I'm not as close with my friends anymore. Um, and I kind of talk to them about it, but nothing really changes. Um, so you know, I don't feel great right now. There's a lot going on. Um, but I'm happy to get back to school because I know that it'll give me something to do. It'll give me something to talk about. It gives me extracurriculars that I can take my mind off of things with. Um, and really just, I started doing new things, like I was able to start embroidering. I really liked that over the summer. I, you cannot see this, but I'm wearing a shirt that I embroidered um just trust me it's amazing and like I've read a lot of good books I've watched new tv shows like I've tried to make the best out of it but you know it. I overall I think it's been pretty hard for me in general
0: I can definitely second a lot of what you're saying there about like the struggles of COVID and kind of the weirdness of quarantine I had in like mid-February kind of started a like so some social media purge of just kind of taking a break from social media, living more in the present and in the moment with the people around me. That's a lot harder to do when the people around you are no longer physically like near you at all. And so it's kind of, I've gone back onto that and I still like those platforms. Like I'm a fan of Instagram and social media, but not always a big fan of it. So definitely know what you're saying about kind of the weirdness and not being super great, but I'm excited to see a lot of friends again, a lot of people that I hadn't really talked to in a while, like they're definitely people I've kind of fallen a bit out of touch with. So I'm excited to hopefully talk with them again and kind of hopefully pick up where I can have left off prior. I am definitely hoping to kind of maybe continue some of the quarantine habits that have started. I've started to really like work a lot more for myself in kind of like December, January, February of 2020, like pre-COVID, I was in really stressful point of just like classes and schooling. And I felt like I had like no personal time and no time to work on anything that was just like creative or fun for me. And so that was, I think, something that quarantine kind of brought the opportunity opportunity to do. I love, like, even this podcast is a great, like, creative exercise for me. And I enjoy doing this and hope to continue doing these and to do more things for myself, more things that are creative in the future.
2: I just wanted to say... um Thinking about, like, what, Carter, you said, how, like, strengthening relationships with people, it just made me think about how there are so many people that I talk to at school, but I don't hang out with them. They're, like, my school friends, but now that I'm not in school, I don't hang out with them. Or, like, people who I'm not exactly friends with, but it's still entertaining to be around them. Like, I don't get those same relationships, and I, just, I don't get the same teacher relationships so I don't only want to be able to see my best friends I want to be able to see everyone who's my peers like even if I don't like them I mean I want to like them if I like them enough yes that is what I mean to say
0: yeah I completely agree with that there are definitely a lot of people where I'm like you know I love hanging out with you we're great like in school hang out with them and all that but like Just don't really follow through in the meantime. Don't really text them as much. Like, I wouldn't just go out and text this person and say, hey, let's go hang out somewhere. But I still really enjoy being in the company and hanging out and all that. So, again, I'm excited to see, like you said, kind of school friends and such.
1: Yeah, I think you got some really good ambitions there with the friends thing. I feel like especially staying at home, it's harder to have some of those entertaining moments with your pals from your classes and all that. So I definitely think you have to make do what you have.
0: Side tangent, um, because I googled some Google Docs and I found a document from March 10th, which is one week before the Corona shut down my school, and I had forgotten about this memory until then. But I was at a bug funeral in the like in our high school foyer. So like again, I think somebody who I call a school friend, kind of like he's a pretty like popular guy, nice dude, fun to hang out with. He had some bugs called milk and one was in milk and one was in cookie, and they like died early in early march and so of course, I like had um AP chem, which was my first period with one of their good friends and kind of us mutual friends were like section mates in band, and realized it was his bug funeral today, and so we wrote like an obituary and a speech for these bugs and that was just a random met, like and I think that that's just a moment that like you know, I haven't experienced since that. I've attended zero bug funerals since quarantine. And like, sometimes those are some of the like, just kind of fun random things of high school that I'm excited to hopefully get yeah. back to.
2: Um, the March 13th, Friday the 13th was our last day of school. Um, oh yeah. And what we did on the last day was we worked on choreography from what does
1: the Fox say?
0: Yes. I've seen this. Man, that, last, that
1: last day felt kind of like a blur to me. All I kind of remember is just oh, my gosh. last period physics class and the principal coming on the announcement saying, the school is now closed for the next <laughs> week. And then everyone starts cheering.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And it was they so didn't funny. didn't know what was coming. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was really funny because my biology teacher, who was last period, was like, okay, and then on Monday, on Monday and Monday, everyone's looking at each other like, there's not going to be a Monday. There's no Monday? There's no Monday. Gosh. But also, we were supposed to dissect urchins. So, I don't know what happened to all those.
0: <laughs> oh, no. It was that like a dodge the bullet thing or like a man, a bummed you didn't get to dissect urchins?
2: I was kind of excited, kind of like weirded out, but like,
0: yeah. I had at-home dissections during quarantine for my uh, advanced bio class. He, like, left the, like, bags of animals outside the school. It was just, like, frogs and clams and, like, in a fish. But, like, he's, like, I'm going to leave these outside the school with, like, the kids to dissect it, and you're going to do it at home and, like, take photographs. And I'm, like, okay, never (laughs) having dissected anything before. That was an experience.
2: Everything off of my bulletin board.
0: Did it just fall?
2: Yeah, because I was trying to, like, fix it, and then it just died.
0: Rest in peace, bulletin board.
2: I know.
0: Yeah, but honestly, I feel this, like, my last day before quarantine was wild. I I can't really remember why, but I miss I went Wednesday, and I missed the Thursday-Friday pre-COVID, and Thursday night was the night where they, like, announced all schools were shutting down. And that was also the day they announced that Disney was shutting down. And I was supposed to have a Disney trip like three weeks from then. And so I didn't hear that. I kind of heard this through third party. I talked to some friends of like the band that day was like weird. Like this weird like somber energy of just like they just talked the whole time. And then at the very end apparently they played our school song like twice. And then just was like dismissed. And I was like that's a super cool and emotional moment. Yeah. Yeah, but then I went back in that Friday to, like, they're, like, you have to empty out your lockers, and I'm, like, okay, and so I had to go back into school, and it was one of the, like, weirdest and, like, like eerie experiences I've had, mm-hmm. I was just walking through, and, like, our teachers are, like, hey, man, going the wrong way, it was just, like, it was, like, everyone was leaving for, like, an incoming, like, hurricane or natural disaster, like, they were trying to get as many kids out as possible, teachers were, like, huddled in corners, like, talking about things, It was one of the weirdest experiences and then yeah it sounds like something out of a dream it does like a dream or like a horror movie like i had just anxiety man it was so it was strange and the school was just empty lockers were like lockers were empty the band room was like gone it was so strange
2: except like i remember we had like a drop-off like towards the beginning ish of the summer because like we had to return stuff from the previous year mm-hmm. and like people before I went were saying like oh my gosh it's so weird it's so weird it's so quiet but I went in there and I was like this doesn't actually feel that weird but I think it's because I have like extracurriculars like I'll just be in the school like
0: mm-hmm. and it's
2: like empty if I go in the hallway and then it's just like
0: you yeah know. I had a zero hour jazz band class for like two-thirds of my year this year, and so I was in the school at 7 a.m. every morning. I showed up at the same time my English teacher who had his classroom next to my locker, and so we'd, like, say good morning every morning, so I was just there in the school, when it was, like, empty, and it was, like, a couple teachers and the cleaning crew and the jazz band.
2: Fun, but scary story. Mm-hmm. So, in middle school, it was either, like, seventh or eighth grade. Um, we had, like, this thing called a bulldog bounce, which was, like, a dance mm-hmm. um and I wanted to go to it um but then I also had symphonic band later so I was like okay I'll go to it and then I'll just stay at school until symphonic band so if the bulldog bounce ended at five symphonic symphonic band started at six thirty, so I was like okay whatever I was I'll just watch some sports or something and what I failed to realize was the Bulldog Bounce was in all the gyms. So there were no sports. And everyone went home. And I was sitting there in the hallway. And it was dark outside. And there was no one there. And I was just sitting there That's in the pool, all alone. And, like, there weren't any faculty. Like, it was just me. Finally, like, this guy came walking by. And I was just like... Like, I knew who he was. Like, it was one of the main administrative people. And I was just kind of like, hi. It was was scary. Then my mom came and I sat in the car with her until symphonic band.
0: I feel that. Yeah, I had... Have you guys ever done, like, a school lock-in? Like, an overnight or, like, in your school? Uh, I don't think so. Not, like, an overnight thing. Yeah, so freshman year... It was, like, Good Friday. I was, like, on spring break, or it was, like, maybe it wasn't on spring break, but our band had this, like, like high school lock-in, so, like, 70 of us, like, went to school at, like, 9.30 and closed and locked the doors until 7 a.m. the next morning, and it was an experience. It was, like, weird because it was, like, creepy, and we did, like, quote-unquote, like, sardines, where it's, like, hide-and-seek, but it's one person, you have to, like, hide with them, and it was just weird to walk around the school, and, like, I found, like, secret passage not, like, secret passageways, but, like, I realized that, like, one teacher's closet, like, connected to another teacher's closet, and that there was just, like, small, like, weird, like, closet hallway that connected, like, half of our classrooms, and so it was was just a weird time to be in the school for, like, 10 hours at night, but, yeah.
2: We have, like, a big auditorium, like, that is not, like, it's technically off like the school pro like it's attached to it but it's not technically a part of it almost yeah. but, like we use it for theater and stuff and for theater arts is out there but that's like the only class in there. So like what we really want to do is just like do a lock in in the BFAC, which is what it's called, Batavia Fine Arts Center. Mm-hmm. Um but like we've always like not been able to do it because I don't really know why but I just feel like that'd be so fun. We have like so many different areas we could go. Oh, I miss yeah. the B. Fire. We were in there today. I mean, we're in there for rehearsal every day now. Right. Mostly outside in the courtyard because outside.
0: Yeah. But like, how is it? Like, is there just a different vibe to like rehearsals and stuff now? Like, I'm really curious of like how the general I... air and mood's gonna be.
2: Yes. And because the thing is this show is so different than anything we've done before. So that's a main reason why it feels odd because we're writing it and it's all like, Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. 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 But, um, also I've worked more with our other director than this director because every year there's one musical and two plays and one year, um, well, my directors are Katero and Casburn. So I'm just gonna say, one year the shows go Katero, Casburn, Casburn. And one year the shows go Katero, Casburn, Katero. So it switches off, which do two. And last year for my freshman year, it was Casburn doing two. So I have worked like a lot more with him. Like I know my other director, but I'm not as close with him and I haven't done as much with him. So that also makes it feel different. So I don't know.
0: Yeah I get that. Like I'm like I'm curious I'm having teachers that have never had this year and I'm like that's going to be strange to like interact with them primarily over Zoom because like my guess is that my school is going to probably like I think they've hinted to it will shut down in the winter time because currently we can have outside areas and places for overflow students to go and like have some classes outside and open windows and, like, you know, make sure things are properly aired out and ventilated. But, like, when it hits Michigan in, like, October, November and, like, you know, snow starts to happen or we hit, like, temperatures in the 30s and 20s, like, that's going to be a problem. So, that's probably my guess and I think that's what they've talked about is, like, we might go for a trimester doing this system and then we're going to, like, shut down for second try and fingers crossed there's, like, a vaccine or proper treatment by, like,
2: hopefully. March.
0: Yeah, hopefully by, like, March of 2021, and I can, like, actually maybe go back to school for a third try and, like, do prom for once, because that'd be cool.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, plus, we have, um like, our musical is in spring. It's usually in fall, but they pushed back to spring. Mm-hmm. And musicals are even harder to do. Because like singing and dancing is yeah. not best things for a person to be doing. Absolutely. Um, so hopefully, I think the show would be in April. I'm not really sure. It could be later than that. Um, and I'm just really hoping everything's good by then. And I'm really looking forward to the winter play if I'm ob- able to make that. That's supposed to be Vanity Fair. I don't know if you've heard of it.
0: Um. Like- I know the magazine.
2: Not like the magazine. The
0: news article place, but.
2: No, it's it's something different, but it's exciting, but we can't do it if things get worse.
0: Oh, so it Vanity Fair is a book. I never knew this. Or it's a play or it's something.
2: Yeah, it's a book and a play. Very cool. It was a book. Now it is a book and a play.
0: This seems very fun.
1: Thank you again for listening to another episode of the Student Console. I've been I'm Dominic Nicefrow.
2: I'm Gemma Cohen.
1: And I have
0: been one Carter
1: Now if you want to find us, our Instagram is Student Console Pod. And our Facebook group is the Student Console Fans. If you want to contact us with a topic of your own, our email is podcast at gmail.com. Our show and graphics are made by Mika Panahan. And until next week, class dismissed.
0: So that was an episode of the old student council podcast. First things first, I do need to issue a slight correction. That was not the episode first days. That was our pilot episode. It was called first days. I just got them crisscrossed. That was called back to school check-in as you probably heard. Thought I would address it there and then. Anyways, moving into the episode itself, I forgot how immediately we dive right into COVID-19. It brought me right back to being in that moment and I feel like the sentence six feet apart is definitely going to be the title of a COVID-19 documentary if it isn't already. That was wild. Now, it was fun. It's always fun to go back and hear just those thoughts and hearing Dominic and Gemma and Mika is always a really good time. And it was funny to hear myself. I don't know what microphone I was using there. It sounded like I was using nothing. Maybe that was the era in which I was recording into my Blue Yeti like backwards where you're supposed to, if you use a Blue Yeti, a little fun fact is you're supposed to have it just angled upwards and speak directly into it. And for a period of time, I saw people who had it angled. I'm like, I guess that's the correct way to use it. So I angled it and didn't realize that I was speaking into the wrong part of the microphone for like an era of time. So that might be a reason why I sounded like worse than Mika and Dominic, but who knows? But while I might not have sounded exactly like I would have liked to or how I sound now with this microphone, I do feel like as a podcast, we gelled in that episode. I noticed comparing to when I listened to the earlier episodes, like the first and second episode, we have gotten a little bit better at podcasting, which is kind of sick. Like it was nice to actually do well in that space. And I feel like we were slowly building that chemistry and getting a bit better of a rhythm and a flow to it. And I remember that, especially in the last episode we did before things kind of just fizzled, like feeling at the end, I'm like, okay, we kind of started to lock into it by like episode eight or nine, which is something to say, like, you know, it takes a little while to get used to the podcast chemistry and things, and even in chemistry, I do kind of miss co-hosts, I kind of enjoyed, like, the little asides and random moments, like, when uh, Gemma's, like, notebook, no, no, Gemma's um corkboard, I think is what she said, her corkboard just, like, falls over mid-episode, and it's just, like, quick tangent, that happened, back to this, and I do kind of miss some of that element with, like, co-hosts, where you could kind of really dive off in tangents. Those are the podcasts that I fell in love with where it shows like Bacon and Eggs, Movie Lovers Podcast and Popcorn Culture and Ear Biscuits where it's a lot of like, there is a topic, but there's a lot of tangenting. And I think even in interviews, we still get that a little bit. And with these, you get them all the freaking time. So that's fun. I was also thinking just remote learning was such an era of schooling. And I also feel really, really bad for like the seniors, like of Dominic's here. I also feel bad for the seniors of class of 2020 because that was just, everything was abruptly cut so fast but the seniors of Dominic's year you went into this with this kind of weird state of hope and are we going to be back are we not going to be back are we going to get a vaccine when is that going to be are we going to get prom are we going to get homecoming like all of these questions and that was something we really dug into Is like what is this year going to look like and we try to predict it and it is funny like I think that I I thought it was hilarious when I went, yeah, maybe I'll be like a week online and then I'll go back to school. I didn't go back into the doors of my high school until at least late March, early April of 2021, which I did call in the episode. I said, maybe we'll have a vaccine by April or March and I was and I'll get to go to prom, all of which did happen. But yeah, no, there was no chance I was going back into that school before then. It just wasn't in the cards for me. And that's that's that. Here I am now at college living with all of my classmates. This is a wild time and a great time to be alive. Now, I do have to say it's fun always to hear like references to my high school teachers that I brought up and shout out to my math instructor, Miss Moore, who I had just been like coming into contact with at that time. From that time through the end of high school, I basically, I think, had her every trimester or almost every trimester, and she is a wonderful teacher. I feel like every teacher at my high school is a phenomenal teacher that I do not ever want to take for granted because I know I was really lucky in that experience. I also thought it was funny bringing up my um, English teacher, AP Lang, Interact teacher with that white couch. That white couch did not survive the coronavirus pandemic, even though for Christmas of 2019, we all pitched in and got him like a couch cover. And uh, by lockdown happened, and that couch was just gone. Anyways, it was funny to hear references to that and to kind of unlock memories. Same thing for the bug funeral. I was good friends with the person who had the bug funeral. Funeral like that was. uh, It was fun to to hear that and think about that, and I do miss Caden and those people. That was a good like kind of final memory before everything shut down, and it does feel like the epitome of like high school shenanigans before the world shut down. And I mean, I kind of came back to that. There were definitely moments junior, senior year, but I know I lost out on a good amount of that as did many others. And I know that I'm lucky to even say that that was all I lost out in, in COVID was just like that period of time. So yeah, it's weird to go back and reflect and listen back into these episodes in COVID and just how just strange and heartbreaking of a time that was for so many, so many reasons. I do think that remote learning and the conversations around remote learning kind of tie into how i learn in college now like and i was surprised when i was like oh i have no free time i'm like i feel like i remember having some free time but i also remember that was the a push year and that was a lot of time going into those courses i think it was just kind of coming to a head at the start of 2020 so it was funny when i was saying that like i got more free like that i used more free time when the pandemic hit and i definitely did because i got to start shows like positivity the old the good news podcast i did and this show well this show was you know an offshoot of the student council and covid and so it is funny that like i did kind of get free time and learn to manage my time better and break out of high school i remember like very early on in 2020 being like man all of my commitments and all of my time and everything that i do is tied directly into schooling and kind of getting a little bit nervous about that and then covid pushing me into like well you can't have that anymore but i still think that i i take none of that for granted though that i had at high school like i had these amazing opportunities and things in clubs and in extracurriculars and in classes themselves that i am forever grateful for for my time in high school but circling back remote learning and i think just like the notion of like you know, maybe not having a class every hour or maybe like classes are shorter and there's more time for independent work is a lot of how the college system works where you have like a lecture, but then you're expected to take notes and complete assignments outside of that lecture. And you're only meeting two or one or two times a week, two or maybe three times if there's a discussion. And that's just a whole interesting world that I kind of through COVID and then through other prior experiences in education that I kind of developed a bit of a sense for that. And I kind of like that space. I definitely enjoy the high school, you know, eight to three or whatever. It's a very different vibe, but like my schedule currently, I have no classes on Friday. I'm done by about three most days, but I have a lot of hour and half hour and two hour gaps sprinkled throughout my days. Quizbull, it's funny I acknowledge quizbowl quizbowl did not come back after high school shut down. It just was um going to come back my senior year and then the teacher who ran it left and then it did come back the year after I left and I heard we did pretty well so props to that Quiz Bowl team and I'm glad the program is still up and running because I think it is a really fun experience and I have a lot of fond memories associated with it in high school especially those early years of high school I feel uh, I really felt when Gemma was talking about like school gives her something to do and to talk about and to connect over I feel that one and I'm feeling it right now as I'm coming back to you Mitch and already just like yes we can all connect about these things and I think that i am not the only one in that sentiment i've met a few other people who are like man i'm really just happy to be here i think especially in this college environment at a school like u of m it's very much like there's always that work hard play hard element to it but it's like the school is more than a school it's a touch point it's a connection point it's a symbol it's a alumni network it is just something you can root for something you can share and be really proud of like the michigan spirit is very much alive on campus and even off of campus and I think that's really, really cool, and I love that element of the school. That is almost the last of the notes that I have. I still don't know what Vanity Fair is. I never watched the play or read the book after talking to Gemma about it. But yeah, that, that's that. That was an episode. I think it's funny that now, three years later, I'm in almost the exact same position. School starts back up in the coming weeks, and I am here kind of gradually easing into that phase. And I am excited And as I said last week, I am trying very hard to remove expectations and just kind of live in the here and now. And I think that that's something that is a lot easier to do as a sophomore when you have a little bit more known, especially somebody like me who I'm in the same building I was last year. I'm in some of the same programs like there is a good amount of familiarity that if you're a first year college student and you're worried about that and worried about the unknown, I encourage you as much as it's difficult to try and embrace it and to remember that, Eventually you will be in a space of familiarity and you will find known and touch points and I encourage you something that helped me a lot when I moved in was kind of finding touch points from not like life before college but finding things that I did before getting to college that brought me a sense of who I was brought me a sense of what I enjoyed to do and kind of grounded me a little bit. And like, I can know these absolutes. And for me, that was honestly podcasting. The first episode I did at college was talking to Maddie and Liz Adams of Courageously Kind two wonderful, wonderful young women doing just amazing things in the podcast space and the advocacy space and Instagram and TikTok and all these amazing things. And I wholeheartedly encourage you to go follow them. But that was a really good episode for me. I remember kind of going into it nervous just because everything I felt nervous about during the first weeks of college but talking to them, getting into my rhythm and like, okay, I know how to do this. I can talk like this. I can interact in this way. And I know and I talked to Maddie and Liz before on positivity back in May, and that was just a really good experience to like settle back into it. And I remember walking out of that being like, okay, cool. I know who I am. We're good. This is okay. And so I encourage you, if there's one piece of advice that I can give to moving in students is to bring a piece of life with you and to find something that, kind of grounds you in what you've done before and what you know you like to do before so that's that for me hope you enjoyed two episodes in one the old and the new I hope that uh, this one sounds a little bit better at least in my end in the way that the microphone quality is I hope to release many more episodes from this dorm room setup and probably still working things out but I feel really good my microphone boom arm is really really well connected to the dresser next to my desk which means it's not going to fall out because it almost fell out and did fall out a couple times recording at home, including one episode with Dave Jorgensen right after I ended the Zoom call. I somehow bonked it and it just straight up flopped out of my desk and onto my arms and I was just holding this boom arm on Zoom in front of the Dave Jorgensen and it was very funny. That's all from me though. Finally, finally, finally. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Student Council. My name is Carter Dvorak and I have been your host. If you want more from us, there's a backlog of episodes, both kind of more personal, reflection-y episodes, and a lot more interviews of students from colleges across the United States, and students and professors, and there's even a DJ in there, too, if you want to go find that. All exciting things if you want to interface with us more, follow us on TikTok and Instagram and threads at Pod. or email is stucopod at gmail.com. Hold up on that TikTok plug. Actually, the TikTok is just Carter Dvorak, but that's all from me. Until next week, wishing you the best of luck and the best of times in all of your educational endeavors. The Student Council is adjourned.